This episode of Everything Pro Wrestling is being recorded on New Year's Eve, and this will be the final podcast episode for 2018. With all that being said, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and we are here today to talk about Impact Wrestling Homecoming. This is episode 38 of the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast, and on this episode, we are going to be talking about Impact Wrestling's homecoming. But before we get into that, let's talk about last week's episode. We did tremendous numbers because of all of you, and last week we talked about Wrestle Kingdom 13. We gave our preview and predictions with Brian Williams from Ukes. It was an awesome show. I had so much fun talking to Brian. He's someone that I've wanted to do a show with for a long time, and I hope to have him back on the podcast soon. And if you guys haven't, make sure you check out in the description box Brian Williams' second interview with Mike Scherer, and they are just talking about WWE wrestling, his career, his journey through everything. It's a very cool interview. Check out part one and two on his SoundCloud page. Now, let's talk about Impact Wrestling Homecoming. Now, I know what a lot of you are thinking. Is this guy really going to talk about Impact Wrestling? And the answer is yes. Now, before you even think about cutting this off or cutting me off, here's one thing I want to tell you guys. If you were at any point an Impact Wrestling fan, I would highly recommend that you check out these pay-per-views at least. Now, going into all of this, I know some people are going to say your name's everything pro wrestling and sometimes you don't cover all of these shows. I've been trying to do my best to give as many shows the coverage that I can, but it becomes very, very difficult with how much pro wrestling there is out there. But the name is everything pro wrestling because nothing is off limits. If you guys want me to talk about it, let me know. Give me that feedback. And if I want to talk about it, I will as well. But for right now, I think Impact Wrestling has earned this preview for this show. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, Going back, Impact Wrestling has been something that I've had kind of like an abusive relationship with. Um, Basically, Impact Wrestling burns me, and then I find a way always to come back. Impact Wrestling makes me angry. I go away for a little bit, and I always come back. And... I really, really got into Impact Wrestling. I knew of it back in 2002, same with Ring of Honor, but I really got into it probably around 2005, 2006, uh, especially around the time when Christian came over and he became the face kind of of Impact Wrestling, or TNA, I should say, at the time. And Christian Cage was on there, and he was doing his thing for a little bit until Kurt Angle came, and Kurt Angle kind of became the main player in it. And then you had Sting show up. You had Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels. You had so much talent in TNA at one point. It was crazy. You had James Storm, Bobby Roode. I can go on for days and days naming people that I liked. And it was just very difficult for me to watch some of the talent be wasted or some of these key mistakes being made with um, whatever they're doing with Impact Wrestling at that time or TNA. and it just started going down these horrible, horrible 
like times. And there were some moments that were great. Dude, I loved when Austin Aries used option C to cash in on Bobby Roode to become the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. I thought that was a beautiful moment. I loved Impact Wrestling at that time, or TNA. I'm going to keep saying that because they changed the name. And they were doing a tremendous job at that time. But then they would do something that would just revert me and then push me away from it, whether it was a storyline or something. I would just not like something, and it would just turn me off completely from the product. With all that being said, Impact Wrestling's homecoming, they're going home to Nashville, Tennessee. They're going to have this show held at the Asylum. The Asylum is where they used to hold the shows back in 2002 when they had the weekly pay-per-views for the shows. Now, a lot of you may not know what I'm talking about, so let me explain this again. In 2002, uh, TNA would put out shows, basically, to have fans buy them on pay-per-view. It would be a low price for a weekly pay-per-view show. And if you wanted more people to order, you had to keep producing good shows. And that X division was a huge part of why people started watching. Guys like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Kid Cash, The Amazing Red, so many guys that just made impact must-see action. You couldn't miss it. And then you had Jeff Jarrett. You had the big-name stars who would still show up. So it was always very cool. And for this show, Impact Wrestling's Homecoming, they're going to be back at the Asylum. So on this, we will have Don Callis and Josh Matthews, who are going to be on the commentary team. Now, Don Callis is one of the top people in Impact Wrestling management who are helping manage this show and try to get it put back into a good direction so that people will want to watch it. But at the same time, they're having television problems like pop TV is no longer going to carry impact because they were putting them on at horrible times. Impact has moved slotted time so many times in the past couple years that I don't even know what day it comes on unless someone tells me. Also with uh, Don Callis, him and his management team, we'll call it, have figured out ways to make this product better because a couple years ago I checked it out with Bobby Lashley, EC3, and the Hardys and a couple other guys. And there were a few stars in there, but the show overall just didn't feel complete. That roster felt weakened because at one point I would have said that TNA's roster was better than WWE's at one point, but it wasn't like that anymore. And they had lost all of their their shine basically they they had nothing that appealed to the wrestling fan and i felt in the past year they've been trying to turn that around i started reviewing these shows on the youtube channel if you guys want to check out the reviews with redemption they had slammiversary and bound for glory i've been really seeing these shows and i thought they've all been average to good so nothing to complain about with these shows and i think you guys should give impact another chance And we'll talk about this card, and hopefully I can get you interested in looking at it again. The first match we have up is a Falls Count Anywhere match with Eddie Edwards versus Moose. Now, this feud started four months ago when Moose turned on Eddie Edwards, and he aligned himself with Austin Aries and Killer Cross. And ever since then, Moose's ego has gotten out of control. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And Moose has just been on this ego trip for about four months and Eddie Edwards is still crazy. If you've been following everything with Eddie Edwards, he has become more like a Tommy dreamer walking around with Singapore canes and going crazy and doing segments with Raven. Um, Eddie Edwards has 
reinvented himself, and I like what they've done with him so far. He was one of the more interesting uh, characters in Impact Wrestling right now. Now, when it comes to this match, for my prediction, I'm going to say Eddie Edwards pulls out the victory in this one. Um, I believe that he is someone who could be in the main event picture within the year and someone you could always slot in there real quick, and I think Eddie Edwards needs this victory to do that. Our next match is a Monsters Ball match with Eli Drake versus Abyss. Now, this goes into Eli Drake running his mouth and talking crap about the hardcore style of pro wrestling and how it's garbage and the people who like it are garbage, yada, yada, yada. The stuff that we already know. And that's not to crap on Eli Drake because Eli Drake, I think, is a tremendous character and someone I can't believe WWE missed the ball on him. I think Eli Drake has a lot going for him. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in Orlando again within the next year. But at this point, he's going up against the Monster Abyss. And the Monster's ball match is Abyss's match. Um, He is known for getting out the thumbtacks, pulling out the two-by-four with the nails in it. Whatever Abyss has to do with the barbed wire, he's going to do it. And I've always respected Abyss for this. Sometimes I think he doesn't need to do all of this uh, because he's a great wrestler too. But Abyss is in the Hall of Fame, and I don't understand why they have Abyss in this match right now. TNA seems to do things backwards. Like, they put you in the Hall of Fame, and then you still wrestle for a little bit. I don't understand it, but whatever. Abyss has been amazing as a character, even as Joseph Park. I've loved his character with that. And I think that Abyss is truly someone who the fans should respect. But in this match for my prediction, I'm going with Eli Drake to pick up the victory because if you're smart, Impact Wrestling, I think you build around Eli Drake and try to figure out how we can get him back in the main event picture once again because I think he is a tremendous talent and someone should give him another chance. Next match is for the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Titles. We have LAX and they are going to be taking on the team of the Lucha Bros. Man, now LAX is a new LAX. So if you haven't watched this in quite some time and you're wondering what's going on with that, it's a different LAX. And they've defeated teams like OVE and the OGs. Uh, The OGs were the original LAX, Homicide and Hernandez. And OVE is Ohio versus everything. Um, At this point, though, we have LAX versus the Lucha Bros. And I don't think you guys understand Like, this is going to be absolutely crazy. When you go in and you look at this match, these are two babyface tag teams that every single person loves. Like, there is no complaints at all for either one of these teams. They always do their best to have the high-flying action. They are always can't miss. And I think that this is a match that you really, really don't want to, like, sleep on. In my opinion... This is the match that could steal the show easily, and it wouldn't surprise me if we see that. Now, when it comes down to this match, why is it going to steal the show? You have amazing in-ring talent when it comes to the guys in LAX. LAX currently is the tag team champions. They've been on a roll. They are the team who they've built everything around. They're three-time tag team champions already. They were managed by Conan. I'm not sure if he's still doing stuff with them, but Santana and Ortiz uh, 
representing LAX is a good fit. You see them all over the indies, and these guys are popular. But at the same token, we have the Lucha Bros. And I think these are two of the hottest talents that earlier this year we heard rumors of them going to NXT. And that is Pentagon and Phoenix. And if you've never seen those guys on Lucha Underground, boy, you are missing out. Because Pentagon is one of the best acts, I would say, on the indie scene right now. Lucha Underground, he is amazing. And Phoenix is another guy who the stuff he can do in the ring, I've never seen it done before. He is someone that reminds me of a Rey Mysterio. Um, Just the things that he does, truly amazing. In this match, though, I predict that the Lucha Bros are going to win the tag team titles from LAX. LAX has had an amazing run, but I think you can have them chase for the titles again and possibly even as heels, in my opinion. But I think the Lucha Bros need a nice little tag run right here to keep their popularity up. So that's my prediction for that match. And next, we have for the X Division Championship. It's an ultimate X match for the vacated X Division Championship because of Brian Cage cashing in option C. So in this match, we have Jake Chris, uh, Ethan Page, Rich Swan, and Trey Miguel. Now, each of these guys had to qualify to get in. So Jake Chris beat Willie Mack. Ethan Page defeated Matt Seidel. Rich Swan beat Dave Christ. And Trey Miguel defeated Trevor Lee. Out of all those matches, I went back and watched how they each qualified to get in. And I think Trey Miguel is going to be a standout in this match. He is really good. I'm surprised that Desmond Xavier is not booked for this show. Not sure why, but Trey Miguel will pick up for everybody in this and really do his thing. Also, we have Rich Swan in this match. And I think Rich Swan has a very cool story. Um, a lot of my friends know that I was a huge Rich Swan fan when he was in WWE. He was the guy that I said, oh, this guy could be a star, and I really like him. And he went through some troubles this year, and I felt really bad for Rich Swan um, with everything that went on with it. And I don't know if he actually had any parts into why he got into trouble. I know his name was cleared, and then he still got released. And I think that's a little bit unfair to the guy, and he went through some hard times. But I'm glad to see him still in pro wrestling, and I'm glad to see him bounce back. And... I don't know in this match. There, There's one X factor in this match, no pun intended, that could stand out. Could we see Sammy Callahan and Willie Mack in this match? Um, these guys look like they have been building up to having a feud. They're both Lucha Underground competitors, and I think that would be a really good match. Sammy Callahan has been killing it the past year for Impact Wrestling. He had great feuds with Pentagon and Eddie Edwards. I thought that they were great. Now, when you look at this, Sammy Callahan, Willie Mack, could they play a part in this? I think if you're going to develop that feud even further, this is your opportunity to do that. But at the same time, who walks out with the X Division Championship in an Ultimate X match? Which, if you have never seen one of these folks, you are missing out once again. Um, Basically, the ring posts are used as the title hangs in the middle as an X, but you have to climb up on these ropes and climb across to get the belt. Like I said, if you've never seen it, you're missing out. Check out any of the past ones from like 2002, 2005. So many great Ultimate X matches. I predict Rich Swan is going to be the winner of this match, though. I think that Rich Swan is someone who has done great work 
for Impact Wrestling. He had an amazing match with Phoenix. Um, Rich Swan is the name that carries the most value, I feel, out of these four. And he's the guy who I think should be your X Division champion for a little bit. So Rich Swan is my prediction for winning that. Let me grab a quick drink here. Now, we get to the Knockouts Championship match with a special guest referee of Gail Kim. We have Tessa Blanchard versus Taya Valkyrie. Now, Taya has come up short against Tessa Blanchard at Bound for Glory and on Impact Wrestling's weekly show. So this is her third opportunity at the title, and I feel like this is probably going to be her last. So what do you do in this match? Well, they put Gail Kim in there to stop any interference, shenanigans, cheating, whatever you want to call it. And is the third time the charm for Taya. And I sit here wondering. I think Taya Valkyrie should win this match. Um, I know that I'm getting a lot of new champions for this, but Taya Valkyrie should win this. Uh, she has not gotten her fair chance yet to show that she's champion. And I think Tessa Blanchard is the face of the knockouts division, but I think she's had a nice run so far. Let her chase Taya for a little bit or possibly get in there and make it like a triple threat or whatever. Add another person to the mix of this. But I got Taya Valkyrie coming out with the knockouts championship in this match. And we get to the main event for the Impact World Championship. We have Johnny Impact, who is John Morrison, if you're not familiar with him, uh, versus Brian Cage. Brian Cage had a dominant reign so far since he won the belt from Matt Seidel as the X Division champion, and he decided that he was going to cash in Option C, made famous by Austin Aries. Uh, Option C is used to get a shot at the world championship if you're the X Division champion, and Brian Cage has decided to exercise that right. My question for this main event is, it's going to probably be absolutely amazing with Brian Cage being able to do high-flying stuff, and we have Johnny Impact, who is a freak of nature with all of his parkour stuff that he can do. And these guys have wrestled with each other in Lucha Underground and probably on the indies. There's one other person, though, who is the X-Factor for this match. Austin Aries. When I heard the option C thing, it made me think of him. Austin Aries walked out after Bound for Glory, and he kind of did this whole storyline where he was done with Impact Wrestling. He walked away and kind of, you know, flipped the bird to some people and then walked off. Now, in my mind, I believe that that was part of the storyline and that he's going to come back. And he just had an interaction with Taya, I believe, on Twitter as well. So what happens with all of this? I don't know. Um, I predict that Johnny Impact's going to keep his title, but Austin Aries, I think, is going to make his way back into the mix for this. And potentially we see a triple threat later on. Maybe Brian Cage picks up the victory by DQ. I'm not exactly sure, but I think Aries makes his return here as well as a bold prediction for that one. I've got Johnny Impact winning. But all in all, the main thing that I want everyone to think about when it comes to this Impact Wrestling show is... Should you give Impact Wrestling another chance? And I think you should. Um, like I said, they've had some tremendous talents come in there. They've got their cards a little bit smaller. They're putting them in smaller venues. And the fan base still loves Impact Wrestling. 
And trust me, there are some guys out there who will defend Impact to the death. I know who they are. And some of them are really good wrestling fans and other ones aren't the greatest because they will attack you over anything bad you say about Impact Wrestling. I just want Impact to be able to be seen by more people. And we did hear rumors of All Elite Wrestling, AEW, the rumored name for uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks Wrestling Company. Possibly turning down the offer to buy Impact Wrestling. We don't know if that's true at all either. But Impact Wrestling's in a different state right now. And they're kind of in this purgatory world of in the middle. Nobody knows what's going to happen with them. Nobody knows what to do. But I really hope that we see Impact Wrestling succeed. I want pro wrestling to be in an even better spot in 2019. And I think Impact Wrestling has the talent to do it. And I love that they have been working together with Lucha Underground. And I would love to see maybe this is pie in the sky theory, but I would love to see Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and all these guys work together and share talent. Hopefully something like that can happen, but for now, this is what we have, and hopefully Impact Wrestling delivers when it comes to homecoming. This show will be taking place on January 6th, 2018, and I'm looking forward to it. So if you guys have any thoughts on the show, please send them my way in the comment section below, or send me a message on Twitter, at EPW Show with your thoughts. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Burton, inviting you all to come join the fastest growing group dedicated solely to college basketball, Everything College Basketball. Just go to Facebook and in the search bar type in Everything College Basketball. Once you've joined, feel free to begin chatting with other diehard college hoops nuts like yourself. Also, while you're there, go check out the podcast on Anchor, Podbean, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Just search up Everything College Basketball Podcast, and as always, like, share, and subscribe. Ooh, yeah! Dig it! Thank you for listening to the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast, and a huge thank you to anyone who listened to my Wrestle Kingdom 13 preview last week. As I stated in the beginning of the podcast, this is my highest listened to episode so far, and without you guys, that's not possible. So thank you for anyone who listened to it. Also, do me a favor and make sure you check out Impact Wrestling's Homecoming, guys. I think if you haven't checked out Impact Wrestling in quite some time, this is the perfect show to get you guys back into watching Impact Wrestling, and I predict that it's going to be a good show. Also, I know this week's episode of the podcast was kind of short compared to the last two, but I do plan on having a special retro review coming up in the next couple days, so you guys make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on that. Also, I wanted to talk about goals real quick. I know some people are going to say, is this your New Year's resolution? Absolutely not. I don't like those. And quick funny story, on Twitter, at EPW Show, I actually have a joke about New Year, New Me, and it's a picture of Sting wearing a mask, and then he takes off the mask with the same face paint on, and it's I just don't like that New Year, New Me stuff and setting stupid resolutions that you're not going to do. If you're going to do it, let's do it now. But real quick goals that I wanted to tell you guys about, I have for this podcast... These are my goals. I'd like to have 5K listens by WrestleMania. 
And I think that's something achievable and that's something that we can do, guys. And we're on the road to doing that right now. So let's keep pushing this, retweeting the podcast and sharing it. I think we'll get there. Also, I'd like to have 250 YouTube subscribers. We're at about 233 right now. If we can get that up to 250, I greatly appreciate it with all of the stuff coming up for WrestleMania season and the Royal Rumble and everything else going on in pro wrestling. We should be able to get that up as well. And last but not least, I want to win some darn podcast awards, guys, at least one. So I will be calling upon the wrestling community and anyone who listens to this podcast to vote me in and try to get me an award because I feel like I have busted my butt the past year working on this podcast, getting new equipment and everything else that I feel I should get an award. And hopefully with my hard work and dedication still going into this, I'll be able to achieve that. And I just wanted to wish you guys a happy new year. Hopefully 2019 is a big year for you guys, and I look forward to hearing all of the good things going on in your lives, so make sure you give me a follow on all of our social media. All that stuff is located in the description box, and Happy New Year. Bye.